1: wonderful, God everything, He's ready. Everything you need, Daddy. Daddy. he's out out Daddy. he's out for sting. He's our shield and our buckler. I'll be present help in a time of trouble. Thank okay.
0: It's <laughs> not Worthy of the honor,
1: Lord. We just want to thank you today. Jesus Christ, I'm Apostle Robert, and i in the church, stand North Carolina, USA, and I'd like nice to welcome you all. To another edition of Teaching the world What sound? Our is brought to you by. you all
2: for the privilege, the honor to be able to worship him in spirit and in truth. One more time,
0: individuals who wish they had another uh, opportunity.
1: make me offer
0: to go right here. All right, saints, we had some technical difficulties, but we trust that we are
2: back now in the mighty name of Jesus. You know, um, we were talking about how that the scripture instructs you and I to seek the Lord while he may be found, and how that in our worship of God we must worship him in spirit and in truth. So, you know, in spirit, in our human spirit, which is the breath of life, that which God breathed into Adam after he formed his body out of the dust of the earth. In other words, while you have the breath of life in you out there under the sound of my voice, this is the time to get yourself connected with God, to to get yourself in a position with God that you can be saved and that uh, God can make uh, very good differences. In your life, for those of you that have been worshiping with us, we've been working on our most recent topic. We should conclude this evening because God has shown me something different. I'm doing something different. That's why. That's why. You know, there's some people that 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 wonder why you got to purposefully stay away from, them. why you got to leave them alone. We looked at capital A in our online. Looked at John chapter seven verse one, First Kings chapter eighteen verse four. Capital B, show me me. Very important. Uh, uh, for God to show us ourselves, because sometimes we don't see just right. Second King, Second Samuel chapter twenty-two, verse twenty-six. Genesis chapter thirty-eight, verse twenty-six. Capital C. I have sinned. Once God shows us our error and our faults, that's the only only proper response. Exodus chapter nine, verse twenty-seven. Psalms thirty-two and five. Capital D. I thought this can get you in a lot of trouble. This can get me in a lot of trouble. Acts chapter 26, verse 9. We looked at First Corinthians chapter 3, verse 20, capital E. We looked at earlier today, what's to come? What's to come? We thank God that his, his word is a book of prophecy. God's word will describe everything from the beginning to the end as we get deeper in it god will reveal more to us concerning events from the beginning to the end from the beginning of your life to the end from the beginning of your ministry to the end from the beginning of the church to the end from the beginning of the age that we are in to the end what's to come we looked at matthew 24 and 22 earlier today it brings us on down to john chapter 16 verse 13 John chapter 16, verse 13. We will see how the Holy Spirit leads us this evening.
0: From the New International Version, our Lord, the Spirit of truth comes, will guide
2: you, In truth, he will not speak his own. Speak only what he
0: hears, and he will get to come. Capital E. What
2: is to come? Father in Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Thank you this evening, Father, for another great day that you have made. Thank you, Father, for so many wonderful things that you have done to us, through us, for us. Despite, Father, of our iniquities, our sins, shortcomings, mistakes, blunders, you are still good. You are still worthy to be praised. We echo the thoughts of the great Apostle Paul who stated that not that I have already obtained all of this or have already been made perfect, but Paul said this is one thing I do, I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus has taken hold of me. We thank you, Father, for the ability, the desire to press on in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. We appreciate you, Father, for empowering us to be able to press on. Pray, Father, for your people in the four corners of the earth. We will not get weak and weary in well-doing. You have promised us that we shall reap in due season if we faint not. Keep us from fainting, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, that we may reap that which you have in store for us. We trust, Father, that you're going to do these things for us as we are touching and agreeing in the spirit, uniting with your people in prayer in the four corners of the earth, in the mighty and the glorious name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, we pray. Amen and amen. Capital E, what's to come? We see in John chapter 16, Jesus begins to explain to his disciples regarding the work of the Holy Spirit. Now, his disciples have not even received the Holy Spirit yet. But even before they receive this great gift of God, God begins to explain to them, Various
0: aspects as to what he will do,
2: as we've shared,
1: said.
2: God give us we can use it, or we can. may you not lose the Holy Spirit. In this life, in the name of Jesus Christ, God will give you and I instructions as to how to use it, whatever it is, so that you don't have to lose it. I don't care if it's a job, there's a certain way that God wants you to use it, or you can lose it, a wife or a husband, a ministry, a, a spiritual gift. If you don't use it right, you can lose it right. What's to come? Jesus, look, I'm talking to you about some things that you have not yet received, but you will receive them. Understand, child of God, that there are some things in our lives that we have not yet received, but you will receive. Some of you all that don't have husbands or don't have wives, some of you will receive them. Some of you all that are looking for jobs, looking for different things, you don't have just what you're looking for but you will receive. So God is preparing you and I. This is why you want to take seriously your time when you don't have a thing. Because a lot of times, if you don't take seriously your time when you don't have a thing, then God will stretch out the length of time you will spend not having a thing. Anytime you look up and you see yourself in a time of of waiting or, or longing for something, that is God's cue
0: that he's giving you time to get closer to him. to doing anything without proper preparation. That's why he All right, we had lost
2: connection again, but children of God, that's going to be the last time that I'm going to uh, reconnect. We pray that things stay on now in the name of Jesus. So we say that God will tell you about things before you get to things so that you won't, you and I won't misuse it, which will cause God to have to allow us to lose it. Now, if you look at John chapter 16, verse 12, as Jesus is talking to his disciples in regards to the Holy Spirit, he had a number of things with them already in regards to the Holy Spirit. But he also realizes he is talking to people as sincere and devoted as they may be that have not yet received the Holy Spirit. You say, Apostle, why is that important? That's important because when you are dealing with people that have not yet received the Holy Spirit, there's only so far you can go with them. You don't give that which is holy unto dogs. You don't cash pearl before swine. You don't give too, too much wisdom to individuals that don't have the capacity to understand it and to comprehend it. Jesus said, I have much more to say to you. In other words, the Holy Spirit wants to say more to you and to me. Now, God said not only do you have to be mindful when you're dealing with individuals that don't have the Holy Spirit? But God says you also must be mindful when you're dealing with individuals that are not used to listening to the Holy Spirit. You can't just tell them anything, any kind of way, as well. The Holy Spirit operates, God says, it's much like a muscle. The Holy Spirit is is just like you have muscles in your physical body. The more you work them, the stronger they will get, the longer they will be able to perform as you work them. Now, if you don't work them, you know, the muscles, they'll start wasting away. Well, the Holy Spirit is much like a muscle. God wants you and I to work him. How do we work the Holy Spirit? By studying, we work the Holy Spirit. By fasting, we work the Holy Spirit. By praying, we work the Holy Spirit. By obeying, we work the Holy Spirit. By by uh, listening, submitting ourselves to Him, as we do these things, the Holy Spirit uh, will be will manifest Himself more and more in you and I. Just like if you lift weights, your muscles will manifest themselves. Be the same muscles a lot of times, but they have just gotten bigger, and they have gotten stronger. So, now, if you're lazy in the natural, you ain't going to try to work your muscles. If you're lazy in the spiritual, you're not going to try to work the Holy Spirit. Now, just as there's a whole lot of problems that 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 you run into when you when you're lazy in the natural, there'll be a whole lot of problems you will run into when you're lazy in the spiritual. Eventually, so God, the Bible says that God is a rewarder of them that diligently seek Him. God is a our God is a diligent God. God doesn't take any days off. He he's doing something. Even though you know he rested from creation, we read about it in scripture. That don't mean God won't doing nothing. He still had galaxies to keep in in place. He still had gravity that had to 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 keep working on the earth. He still had you know oxygen that he had to produce for humans and, and birds. He still he God still he rested from creation. He won't making a whole lot of stuff. That don't mean he won't doing a whole lot of stuff. God never sleeps, nor does he what slumber. Our God is a working God. One of the saints said, we are work in progress. So Jesus said, look, I realize who I'm talking to, even as my disciples, even those who will later receive the Holy Spirit and who will later do a great work for me. God said, I realize where you're at. mm you know, we thank God that he will meet us where we're at. Now, We might want people to be further along. We may be asking for people and desiring for people, but, but God said, look, you got to deal with where people are. I might want you to meet me in New York City. You might have just got as far as Philadelphia. Well, no need of me giving you directions from New York or from from New Jersey to get to me in New York when you are in Philadelphia. What I got to do is I got to start my directions from where you at. God has got directions for you and I right where we are. Yeah, he desires for us to be a whole lot of places. He desires for us to do a whole lot of things. I had to contact a friend of mine today, give him a message from the Lord. You know, brother was, you know, running into some challenges on his job. And I knew, I knew, you know, I knew what God had told me, you know, in regard to running into some challenges, possibility of of being uh, removed from a position. Lord said, you need to call him and tell him he need to contribute to a church. If not, God talking about how He was gonna shut shut some things down, and I him. I said, "Look, I ain't saying here. I ain't saying you got to, to hear. but you got to support the work of God. If you don't support the work of God, I'm trying to tell you out there on the side of my voice, it's just a matter of time before God's gonna shut you down. You don't support His work, it's gonna be a matter, He's not gonna support yours. I'm telling you, if you sowing sparingly, well, what are we talking about? Sowing into the work of God." sowing into the kingdom of God, then you're going to end up reaping sparingly. God said, you don't take my work seriously, you don't want to be a blessing to my work, then why should I bless you and in, in your work? Why? The kingdom of God is God's work. See, see. just because you and I might be caught up in all kinds of other little things, God's work is the kingdom of God. God's work is soul saving." God's work is so edifying. Jesus Christ came to the earth, not that he might be a computer technician, not that he might be a basketball coach, not that he might uh, 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 teach people how to go into outer space. Jesus Christ came to the earth to what?
0: Save sinners. So you've got to support God's work
2: if you want God to support your work. There's no way around that. On the first day of the week, you got to have a sum of your income packaged for the work of God. If not, you are just in stone rebellion, and eventually God's gonna to have to get you. That's that's First Corinthians chapter sixteen, verse one. The first day of every week, you need to lay aside a sum of money and keep him with His income. That goes to the work of God. You want God to be blessing you regularly on your job? Then you need to be a regular blessing. To the work of God. If not, I'm telling you, you're going to shut you down. Then you'll be wondering, why Why does this happen to me? How come? You know, I've been out here all these years. Now, what, what, what have you done for the kingdom? question is not what has the kingdom done for you. Because, see, the reality is every good and perfect gift that's in your life has come from the kingdom. You might not have sense enough to realize it. question is not what the kingdom has done for you. Anything good that's in your life, if you don't have a revelation that it has come from the kingdom, then Satan has just slipped a blindfold over you. He slipped a blindfold over you. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father. That good job came from the Father. That good wife came from the Father. That good health came from the Father. Now, you think you done done something special. God will show you. God will show you. God got a way of bringing the proud down real, real low. You think you doing something? I think I'm doing. I'm. Is this not the great Babylon that I have built by my God? I, I got that. Good and perfect gifts have come from God. And God show you that right there. See, see, see. see. You, you, you can always tell when individuals really ain't got it yet. Where their good and perfect gifts come from. Because when they ain't got it yet, they 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 still they'll withhold from the kingdom. They still ain't got it. When God showed what's our topic? Because God has shown me something different, because God has revealed to me that everything I I got my I can see belongs to Him. Houses, cars, family, every good that I can't see. See, God says it's mine. Oh, okay. When you really get that revelation, then you don't mind sowing into the kingdom because you realize that everything has come, every good thing has come from the kingdom. So you're sowing what
0: you're doing by sowing into the kingdom. You're sowing into what is blessing you. You're sowing back into the one Who's been blessing you? If given to, to God and to the work of
2: God and to, to his uh, <laughs> kingdom is difficult for you, you ain't got it. You really, you really ain't got this thing. There's no other way
0: to, to explain it. Now, Jesus told his disciples, said, I have
2: much more to say to you. See, the Holy Spirit realizes that there's certain things he can only say to the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit understands there are certain things that he can't even say to the flesh. Because the carnal mind or the fleshly mind does not receive the things that come from the Spirit of God. Jesus, look, I have much more to say to you, but I do realize that you have not yet received me. So I can't talk to you about me till you receive me. I have much more to say. It's not that the Holy Spirit don't want to say a lot to It's just that if we are not in position, the proper position, he can't say a whole lot to us. I have much more to say to you. More than you can now bear. Now. Can't take it now. Can't grasp it now. Can't can't digest it now. This is Jesus to his own disciples now. But then we thank God for verse 13. But when he... The spirit of truth comes. See, the spirit of truth have got to talk to the spirit of truth. When the spirit of truth starts trying to talk, see, the carnal mind is up under the control of the evil one. The carnal mind will reject what the spirit of truth is talking about, just like when Jesus told his disciples, I've got to go to Jerusalem, suffer many things." carnal mind be like,
1: no, 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 no.
2: See, the spirit of truth has, has got to,
0: to talk to the spirit of truth. i the same giving the
2: example when you're in a lot of times you're in a hotel, you can dial from room to room for free. But you start dialing outside the hotel, now it's a whole you've entered into a whole different whole different thing. Well, so it is with the Holy Spirit. When the Holy Spirit is talking to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit can share all sorts of things. But when the Holy Spirit is talking to the carnal mind, or the, the fleshly mind, or a mind that's controlled by the Holy Spirit can't say anything everything it wants to say. So when, and, and, and even understand this, it says, but when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. So even with the Holy Spirit, there's a process of leading and guiding. Even with the Holy Spirit, you, 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 you know, God uh, can't just say any and every kind of thing because there's a leading that takes place. There's a developing. There's a maturing. See, the Holy Spirit can say some stuff to you. See, remember, God knows everything. The Bible says with much wisdom comes much sorrow. With much wisdom, because you, when you more stuff you know, you know, more sorrow there's going to be, because you know that there's some very terrible things going on, some very terrible things that's going to go on. So as as your wisdom increases, you know, You remember we talked about one of the prophets that stared at one young servant, uh, Hazael. I think it was Elisha. Just stared at him. Stared at him. Kept staring at him to the place of embarrassment. He just kept staring at this young man. Then all of a sudden, Elisha just busts out and starts crying. Because God began to reveal the destiny of this young man to the great prophet. As God reveals the destiny of humanity, it's going to be painful. Real understanding that some of your, your children might end up in hell. Realization that some of your parents might end up in hell. Realization that, that some of your congregation members, realization that maybe you might end up, it can be painful. But as God, you know, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth. Now, one thing about the truth, it's not always pretty, but it's not always ugly. The truth is not always even uh, make you feel good, but the truth don't even always make you feel bad. Truth don't always make you happy, but it don't always make you sad. But one thing about the truth is the truth. Whether we like it or not, whether we believe it or not, whether we want to hear it or not, that God be like it still the truth truth. So as we study and get deeper and closer to God, what happens, we become more able to digest the truth. In other words, God be saying, look, there's some stuff I couldn't say to you a long time ago, but uh, now that you become a man and put away childish things, God said, I can, I can talk to you about that. Jesus said, "Look, there's much more to say to you, but it's more than you can now back. Jesus said, "You can't, you can't take what I'm trying to share with you now. You're regurgitated." I start trying to tell you how I got to go and suffer in Jerusalem. You'll, you'll be hollering, "No, no, no!" I start trying to tell you how one of you all is going to betray me. You'll be like, "No, no, no!" I start trying to tell you, "Get up, kill, and eat." That is, y'all be like, no, "Surely not, surely not, no, no, no." It, so Jesus said, "Look, to avoid this kind of." Uh, resistance. Lord be like, you know, I I feel resistance in your lawn. Lord say, I'm not even (laughs) going, I'm not even going, I'm not even going to say it to you right now. But when he comes, he will guide you into our truth. And that's all our our worship is. We are presenting ourselves that we might be guided into more truth. There's some truths we have now there's some truths we don't have now, but as we allow God and position ourselves, he will guide us. You know, some things we believe in today, we're going to come to find out that that was nonsense tomorrow. Some things?
0: huh? Right. On the saints, he's using an example of model plane. Model plane, if you don't have
2: an operator, he just plane just be sitting on the ground. But Once you get the operator there, that plane can go much higher and do a lot of things. When the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own. Now, what does that mean? That means the Holy Spirit is not coming with a doctrine or a teaching that's all his own. What the Holy Spirit is coming with is that which God is saying, and that which Christ is saying. The, the, the three are in perfect harmony, perfect unison. Not like the Holy Spirit is saying one thing, Jesus saying another thing, God saying another thing. Uh-uh. They'll be saying the same thing. So when God speaks, the Holy Spirit speaks, Jesus speaks. Jesus is speaking, it's the Holy Spirit, and it's God speaking. When God is speaking, that's the Holy Spirit speaking, that's Jesus speaking. He will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears. Well, what is he hearing? He's hearing from God. The Holy Spirit hears from God, and he will tell you what is yet to come. Now, he didn't say that you would believe what is yet to come. That's Jesus was constantly telling his disciples what is yet to come, and they were like, no, no, no. He didn't say you would believe what is yet to come. He said he would tell you. So believing what the Holy Spirit is saying is your responsibility. Telling you what the Holy Spirit is saying, that is the responsibility of the Holy Spirit, whether it's through his prophets, whether it's through his apostles, his his prophetesses, his pastors, his teachers, his, you know, or his children, his, your sons and daughters that would prophesy, whether you believe it. Now, God said, that's 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 you. Telling it, God said, that's me. Believing it, that's you. God said, I ain't got no problem with telling it. Hopefully, you won't have no problem in believing it. People end up in hell, not because God had a problem telling it. It's because folks didn't believe. So you got to make yourself believe what God is saying. God will show you something different, so that you do something different. See? That's why, that's why He has shown us, so that so we we can do something different.
0: God will show you something better, so you can do something better. God will show you
2: something smarter, something wiser, so you can operate in, in, in smarter and wiser. See? God trying to take you, take you up, take you up. Make you better. Make you better. Make everything better. God trying to make relationships among us as, as Christians better. God trying to make marriages better. God trying to make churches better. God trying to make cities, states, communities better. And as we listen to the Holy Spirit, things get better. It's when somebody don't want to listen to the Holy Ghost. That's what keeps things at a, at a, at a bad place. But as we listen to the Holy Spirit, whatever it is, you'll find it'll get better. It'll get better. It'll get better. Praise God. What's to come? The Lord knows what's coming. There's no economic collapse in this country that's coming that God don't know about. There's no financial collapse in the world that's coming that God don't know about. There's nothing that God doesn't know about. Because he knows everything, past, present, and future. So what we are looking to do is to tap into the all-seeing, all-knowing spirit of the true and living God. Father, in Jesus' mighty name we pray. We thank you again, Father, for blessing us this evening. We pray that your people have been edified, encouraged at the exhortation preaching, and the teaching of your word. We bless your holy name, Father. We ask that you will continue to reveal to us past, present, and future events that we may be and your people may be in position for your good, pleasing, and perfect will. Thank you, Father, for being who you are and doing what you do. We give you all glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Uh, Three questions. Number one, give me three names of the Holy Spirit. Three names of the Holy Spirit. Number two, explain why uh, Jesus couldn't say
0: uh, too much to his disciples at this time. Three, when the Holy Spirit speaks, who else is in agreement? Number
2: three, when the Holy Spirit speaks, who else is in agreement? God bless you, saints, and may heaven smile on you. Since so, you
1: can reach us through email at thechristensarnchurch at gmail.com. Check our website at www.archurch.com, backslash member backslash backslash TCCC. Feel free to join us on TalkShoe's freecast YouTube and iTunes at 9 and 6 p.m. daily. On TalkShoe, call 724-444-7444. Enter ID 17959. On freecast, type in Robert Bryant on YouTube and the Church channel. You can see excerpts of Apostle Robert Bryan on YouTube. Donations should be sent by using the donation button on the church website or our talk show homepage. God bless you in heaven smile, and smile you in Jesus' name. Amen.